You're listening, listening to, to Bible, Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. At the beginning of the book of Acts, the resurrected Christ was there with his disciples, and they asked him if he would at that time restore the kingdom to Israel. The Lord indicated to them that it was not for them to know times or seasons which the Father himself had placed in his own authority. Instead, after they had received power through the coming of the Holy Spirit upon them, they would be his witnesses. Now, as we come to the very end of the book of Acts, we see that the Apostle Paul had been produced to be such a living witness. Paul preached the incarnated, crucified, resurrected, and ascended Christ. And in every situation of his daily living, Paul was the expression of the very Christ whom he preached. Let's go ahead and dive into this final chapter of the book of Acts, chapter 28. Paul was being taken by ship as a prisoner to Rome. And in chapter 27, we already saw that even though he was a prisoner, it's evident that Paul was actually advising and even somewhat commanding the centurion, the soldiers, and the sailors how to make it safely through the violent storm. And in the midst of that, he was comforting them and cheering them up. As chapter 27 comes to a close, uh, their ship crashed into a sandbar and began to break apart, and all the people on board the prisoners, the soldiers, and the sailors, they all swam safely to shore. Now, as we open up chapter 28, they recognize that they're on the island of Malta, and the natives there showed uncommon kindness to all of them and took them in, and it was while Paul was gathering sticks for the fire that a viper came out and latched onto Paul's hand. So the natives immediately thought, Aha, this man must be a murderer, whom, though he has been brought safely out of the sea, justice has not allowed to live. Well, you know what? Paul just shook off the snake into the fire. And <clears throat> when no harm came to him, the natives changed their minds. And they said that Paul was a god. Then Paul healed all the sick people on the island. Then after a period of time, all those who had been shipwrecked were able to board another ship and headed for Rome. So this is a marvelous scene here. On the sea, in the storm, the Lord had already made the Apostle Paul not only sort of like the owner of his fellow voyagers, kind of in charge there, but also he was their life guarantor and he was their comforter, shepherding them, cheering them up. Now, on the land, in, on the island of Malta, in a peaceful situation, the Lord made Paul further not only a sort of magical attraction in the eyes of the superstitious people, but also a healer and a joy to the native people. 
All during his long and unfortunate imprisonment voyage, the Lord kept the apostle in his ascendancy and enabled him to live a life far beyond the realm of anxiety, but fully dignified with the highest standard of human virtues, expressing the most excellent divine attributes. A life that actually resembled the one that the Lord himself had lived on earth years before. So we could say that that in, in the living of the Apostle Paul, this was actually Jesus himself living again on the earth in his divinely enriched humanity. The wonderful, excellent, and mysterious God-man Jesus, who lived in the Gospels, continued to live in Acts through one of his many members, the Apostle Paul. This was a living witness of the incarnated, crucified, resurrected, and God-exalted Christ. Paul, in his voyage, lived and magnified Christ. Well, when he got to Rome, it says that brothers came from a from as far away as the market of Apius and three inns to meet Paul. These were a couple of towns some 30 to 40 miles away. So surely this warm welcome and loving care from the brothers was a great encouragement to Paul. And it showed the beautiful life among the members of the body of Christ in those early days. Soon after arriving in Rome, Paul called together the leading men of the Jews to explain how he ended up in Rome as a prisoner. These men were willing to appoint a day for Paul to speak to them concerning the Christian faith. On that day, it says here in verse 23, uh, many came to him to whom he expounded these matters, solemnly testifying of the kingdom of God and persuading them concerning Jesus from both the law of Moses and the prophets from morning until evening. Eventually, some of these Jewish men were persuaded, but others did not believe. And when they disagreed with one another, they departed, and Paul left them with this one word. He quoted some scripture from Isaiah which said this, and this is in verse 26 and 27. Go to this people and say, In hearing you shall hear, and by no means understand. And seeing you will see, and by no means perceive. For the heart of this people has become fat, and with their ears they have heard heavily, and their eyes they have closed, lest they perceive with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart and they turn around, and I will heal them. Well, God, we could say God the Father, spoke this word to the stubborn children of Israel back in Isaiah chapter 6. That's where this is quoted from. God the Father was speaking to the children of Israel, and they rejected this word. They were stubborn. Then God the Son quoted this same word to the rejecting Jews in Matthew chapter 13. And now, here in Acts 28, God the Spirit, through the Apostle Paul, repeated this word again 
to the hard-hearted Jewish men in Rome. You have God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit speaking the same thing. This indicates that in all the moves of the divine trinity, the children of Israel were disobedient to the God of grace. Then God turned to the Gentiles for the carrying out of his New Testament economy in the spreading of his kingdom for the building up of the churches through the propagation of the resurrected and ascended Christ. Okay, now I want to read the last two verses of Acts 28. It says, And he remained two whole years in his own rented dwelling and welcomed all those who came to him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching the things concerning the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness, unhindered. Well, here, Paul's proclaiming the kingdom of God was the propagation of the resurrected Christ. How do we know this? Well, it's proved by the words, teaching the things concerning the Lord Jesus Christ, in verse 31. This indicates that the kingdom of God goes together with the things concerning the Lord Jesus Christ. To teach people the things concerning Christ is to spread the kingdom of God. Therefore, the kingdom of God is actually the propagation of the resurrected Christ. And brothers and sisters, this brings us full circle back to the very subject of the whole book of Acts, which is this, the propagation of the resurrected Christ in his ascension by the Spirit through the disciples for the producing of the churches, the kingdom of God. I hope you've enjoyed this exciting journey through the book of Acts, and I believe we all are looking forward to diving into the book of Romans next as we work our way through the New Testament in these daily podcasts.